Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Never in the history of this program. <laughs> I love it when you start a sentence like that. <laughs> Did I think we would start an hour talking about... Beverly Hills 90210, Crimin', and something called a mini bike gang, and I still don't even know what that is. Yep. I do wonder if that was the song playing in the background when all this went down. <laughs> well, that would make somebody violent. Uh, I saw this last night on Twitter, and I was like, wait, what? So, first of all, his name is, is it Ian or Ian? I, Ian Ziering. Ian Ziering, mm-hmm. who was on Beverly Hills 90210. Played Steve. Okay. Uh, I know that because I was a big 90210 fan. Yeah. He was also in Sharknado. Uh, for those of you youngins out there who are like, wait, Ian Ziering. Okay. Number one, he is 59 years old. That's the first thing that people on Twitter were like, wait, what? He's 59? 59-year-old 90210 actor Ian Ziering who took on a, quote, mini bike gang by himself in L.A., has now released details regarding the incident. We'll get back to the mini bike gang in a, in a second. On New Year's Eve, Ziering got out of his vehicle after the mini bike gang approached his car. Quoting here from Ziering, <laughs> While stuck in traffic, my car was approached aggressively by one of these riders leading to an unsettling confrontation. In an attempt to assess any damage, I exited my car. That action unfortunately escalated into a physical altercation, which I navigated, he said, to protect myself. I am relieved to report my daughter and I are both completely unscathed, but the incident has left me deeply concerned about the growing boldness of such groups who disrupt public safety and peace. Zyring is listed as the victim on the police report. Now, you have seen the video. I'm, I have I'm seen watching the video. it right now. What, what is going on here? Okay, okay, first of all, when they say mini bikes, they literally mean mini bikes these are not mopeds no they're they're, they're think of uh, the circus yeah, yeah the miniature one, crotch rockets well or are they like sam, bicycles no 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 sam lower to the ground lower to the ground yeah i had a miniature crotch rocket growing up the, these are the things um that like the clowns come out with the monkeys on them right or or the the uh, what is it I the shriners i didn't even know this was yeah, a shriners. Thing. Yes. they ride around in, in July 4th parades, the Shriners will ride around on these little mini motorcycles. Let's just start with this. What is the point of owning one of these things? To be so low profile that if you get hit by a bicycle, you're dead? Are they street legal? Uh, If they are under 50 cc's, yes. 
Okay, so what what you end up seeing in the video is a swarm of these things. And, and he gets out of the he gets out of the car. I'm I'm going to do a little bit of play by play here. He gets out of the car, and there are no fewer than five, five of these little mini biker people. I'm counting eight. He's there. He, he's they, surrounded. They run him across the street with four of them on top of him. He turns around and kicks one. Uh, yeah, now there's eight. Uh, and then somebody rides up on a mini bike and hits him from behind with their bike. I mean, they are throwing punches. These he is. One of them takes off the helmet and then chases him, and they are trying to whack him in the head with the helmet. In that rear-ending process, he did more damage to himself than he did the car. Well, he says, unfortunately, I got out of the car. And I'm telling you right now, in this day and age, uh, I, no, I, no I, way. I am not a get-out-of-the-car kind of gal anymore. No. I am a stay right there and call 911, and we'll let the law sort it out. I ain't get out of the car. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I think I have a group of circus people outside of my car that are <laughs> meaning to do me harm. I don't know what they're riding or why. They have backpacks, and they look to kill me. He says he was approached aggressively by the many bikers. Okay. How does a mini biker do anything well, I aggressively? I think they surrounded his car, and it looks so ridiculous that I think at first you would be like, uh, what is happening? He's, he says in a quote, this situation highlights a larger issue of hooliganism in our country. Okay. Let me ask you this. <laughs> his first thought okay. was, that was a regular muffin in I your, ate this no, morning, Richard right? Marks. <laughs> let, let me ask you this seriously. Are these the new vehicle of choice? For criminals who are going around and trying to rob you of your packages as you walk out of a store. Like, like, do you know what? They swarm around you with all these tiny little bike things and because they can zoom in and out of traffic with those. And yep. before you know what's happening, they're, they've got your wallet. Or I'm, I'm asking. Uh, no, this is just a cheaper version of somebody who wishes they had an R1 so they could ride around with their friends. An R1 is a larger sports bike. They look like idiots, Sam. I have. They really do. I've run across moped gangs in my life. Okay. Uh, there are people that cannot afford the real thing, okay. and they want the camaraderie of riding around. Okay. I've seen get a uh, get a bike. I've seen four wheeler gangs driving around Kansas City. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's a real okay. thing. I've seen a naked man on a four wheeler in Kansas City. All right. Going the wrong way on four thirty five. There is a, there is a name for it, and one of them is wearing this jacket. The 605 Mini Bike Gang. It is a gang and it is real. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's not. What, it's no, not this real. says what started out as a hobby has taken a turn. Did you say 605? I'm going to look they up. They have here. merch. Oh, they don't mess around either. They are serious. Then what are they doing? I mean, here's the deal you see a mini bike run, you can outrun them easily, you can kick them over. Just kick them. Well, their goal is not to cause problems. They just get very angry very quickly when they feel they have been slighted. Uh, Interstate 605 is a 27-mile-long highway that runs through Los Angeles, north to south. Okay. So can you avoid the 605? Well, you're not getting on it. Here's here's the issue with the mini bike gang. I'm sorry. You can see them coming. It's Unless not like a, a vehicle, a, a, then you can't. Right? Yeah. It's not like, a, a, like truck. a different kind of gang that maybe sneaks up on you and you're like, oh my gosh, you're a gang person. <laughs> These people are on ridiculous circus performing looking motorbikes. Closer to a tricycle than a motorbike. It probably has the engine of a lawnmower. Let's be honest. They'll go pretty quick. Really, Sam? 
How quick? 40? Uh, I guess it depends on the weight of the writer, because when I was writing one of these, I was a child. Now, let me ask you guys something. Are we going to find out in a week from now that this was all No, it looks like he's fighting for his life, Scott. It really does at one point. Think about it. His daughter is in the car. At one point, one of them picks up the motorcycle helmet, and that, we can all agree, will do some damage. And and, and there is one scene when he is uh, rear-ended by a mini motorbike. And then there's another scene right after that where a guy takes a swing at his head yes. and misses, thank God. But man, he looks like he really wants to do some damage. Okay, here we go. Right. Mini bike gang that battered 90210 star Ian Ziering is notorious for terrorizing Hollywood with high-speed, booze-fueled riding on illegal machines while their groupies twerk in the street. That is an entire headline. Groupies. There are many bike groupies? Who twerk in the street. Don't ignore that part. This story gets dumber by the second. (laughs) (laughs) The riders make their own bikes. What? Okay. Riders make their own bikes. So they're crafty. Basic, they should be engineers. Basic metal <laughs> frames fitted with overpowered engines, and some of them do top out at 100 miles an hour. Okay. They're all going to be organ donors. You're on that thing at 100 miles an hour and you crash. I'm sorry. They're so small, it's not going to end well for your noggin. Oh, well. Bye. Uh, cops say the machines are not street legal. And you know, like everything else, Scott, we first see some ridiculousness in California. It and comes in here. about six months. Yep. Just, I'm just, let's make a public service announcement now. Let's just let this one pass us by. Yeah, I, I think we just let it fly over and go to New York. Yep. That's fine. Because if many bike gangs come to Kansas City. It would have to be called the I-35 gang. Fair point. Uh, or the I-70. Or the Loop. Please don't, mm. Sam. Please don't give them ideas. I mean, that's a cool name right <laughs> These there. people have Put that merch. on a jacket. People have merged. Part of the loop. The loop. <laughs> so it's silly. one of the twerkers. <laughs> okay. You I, I don't you need to see make that. this up. This is what they do. Show me that again. Well, there, there are videos of them doing these stunts. Are you looking at not safe for work images? On this stupid yeah. little bike. Look, they do go faster than I thought. Oh, they're quick. I'm <laughs> telling you. Okay. Good God. Wreaking havoc across our fine country. What are you doing today, honey? I'm going to go hang out with my mini bike gang, the 605. Get my twerk on. Don't sneeze too close. They might fall over. I mean, how low do you got to go? It's pretty low to the ground, Scott. On the, no, I'm not talking about, about the two bike. Feet. Knees are almost touching. How low do you have to go on the groupie hierarchy that you're a mini bike gang groupie? The group was established in March of 2022 and has been embarking on regular Ride outs, a slogan underneath some of their merch reads, they hate us because they ain't us. They hate us because they ain't us? You can also, for $3, buy a windshield sticker for your car. Uh, the moped groupies were all booked up, Scott, so they had to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> the moped groupies. <laughs> I am not taking my Italian scooter out with you. Here's what I do know. Um, I already have Dana's Christmas gift for 2024. The vengeful is Vespas? It, mini, no, it's gonna be it it's gonna bike? be a, it's gonna be a six oh five t shirt. Yep. <laughs> I think it should be a mini bike. <laughs> a mini bike. <laughs> we all saw how the electric Please bike went. no. Please yeah, right? no. Right? 
three rides and we're selling it. Nine one, honey, <laughs> call nine one one. Is that a Vespa? Oh God, no! It's the mini bike gang. Nine one three. It was an Italian fine motor scooter. It's the mini bike gang, Ron. They've got merch. I thought it was an Italian motor scooter. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight five eight six seven seven nine eight. So you, you guys know that uh, a couple of days ago we reported that uh, Steamboat Willie, which is the original incarnation of Mickey Mouse, is now in the public domain. After 95 years. Mm-hmm. So um, people can't take what what we all know as Mickey Mouse yeah. from Disney and make movies with it, but they can take the original Mickey Mouse, which was known as Steamboat Willie, and they can have free reign with it. Uh, you you know that um, enormous enormous um, show and display is coming to Union Station this year. They're doing an entire Walt Disney huge Exhibi- exhibition, exhibition yeah. in May. It is going to be so huge to celebrate Disney's 100th anniversary. Scott, you can buy tickets now. Wow! Uh, the earliest iteration of Mickey Mouse is on a rampage. Barely two days in the public domain. Free of Disney's copyright as of Monday, the iconic character from Steamboat Willie is already the focus of two horror films. Oh, come on. Yep, yep. On Monday, just hours after the 1928 short entered the public domain, a trailer for Mickey's Mousetrap dropped on YouTube. Another yet-to-be-titled film was announced on Tuesday. Telling you what, that Mickey Mouse voice is going to be perfect for a horror film. Actually, you're, you're kind of right. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> um. What, what does it sound like? That's his laugh. Do it again. No, I, I'm good. Oh. By oh. the way, uh, oh. you can experience oh. 100 years of magic at Union Station like never before. <laughs> they will have 250 artifacts and props. See costumes from some of your favorite Disney classics. They will have galleries that bring the magic of Disney to life. Like all of the old like flipbook stuff where, where Mickey Mouse, they'd make him move with the flipbook stuff. I bet you they have all that stuff. Um, That'll be kind of cool. You will see renowned classics like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh, I'm really excited. It's 100 years of Disney, and Walt Disney was born here, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Grew up here. Yep. Uh, when is it coming? May. Okay. Uh, a Japanese Coast Guard aircraft which collided with a passenger plane in Tokyo's International Airport was instructed only to, quote, taxi to holding point and had not been cleared for takeoff. Uh, The fatal accident saw Japan Airlines Flight 516 crash into the Coast Guard aircraft after touching down on the runway on Tuesday, causing it to erupt into a terrifying fireball. All 379 people on the Japan Airlines plane were safely evacuated, but five of the six crew members on the Coast Guard aircraft died. You know, they, they they were saying this morning on the news that that aircraft, first of all, the, the Japan Airlines plane was coming in for, for a landing, obviously. Yeah. They they were saying, though, that that Coast Guard aircraft was on the wrong runway getting ready to take off. They were th- That plane was on a landing runway to take off. Meaning you get up to, what, 200 miles an hour before you take off? Me- meaning planes are coming in while you're trying to get into the air. 
And that is, I mean, how does this happen? Well, there were more stories overnight about how everyone on board the large jetliner survived. And it was exactly what we talked about yesterday. Order, following of directions, Mm -hmm. all of those things. Go back if you missed that podcast. I thought that was an interesting conversation about whether or not that evacuation with that plane on fire would have gone as smoothly if that plane had landed and crashed in the United States. Well, and, and one of the things I saw in the news this morning, and I watch an unhealthy amount of news, that they were referencing a semi-similar story here in the United States a couple of years ago where there was, you know, an yeah. on-the-runway collision of some fashion, and the Americans, as they are deplaning, are grabbing their luggage. Because that's what we do. Excuse me, that's my black Samsonite. Oh, wait, no, that's yours. I, I'm sorry. Plane is on fire. You gots to go. Yes. Mine's the one with the pink ribbon. Uh, oh, okay. Hang on. Let we have some breaking news out of Las Vegas, and I don't think we can play the clip, but I want you to pull it up and watch it, Scott, in real time. I want your reaction. There is a lot of F-bombs. Yep. Okay, I won't play the a audio. A Las Vegas judge has just been attacked during a sentencing hearing and the entire thing is captured on video. And I am telling you, it is violent and crazy. She is up. She? Judge Mary K. Holtis is up at her bench, handing down the sentence when someone, I presume the defendant? This just happened within the last hour. Literally goes flying through the air like someone in a Marvel Comics movie, and takes the judge down. Oh, my gosh! Now, before the attack, a prosecutor said Redden, Deborah Redden, the alleged attacker, had a history of violent crimes and uh, asked, for, asked for prison. Past charges oh include home invasion, domestic violence, and battery on a protected person. Uh, speaking on his own behalf, I guess Deborah is a man, Redden said he was, quote, in a better place in his mind and had a better support system and a new job. He said, I feel like I shouldn't be sent to prison, but if it's appropriate for you, then you got to do what you got to do. That's when Redden swore at the judge, jumped over the bench, leapt through the air, leading to a melee as he attacked her. Flags that are behind the judge are flying Flying. everywhere. Hurdles that thing like it's not even there. Now keep though. in mind, there's That's always insane. like a court martial like right there. I mean, the bailiff, you know, and there's they, usually they, a security guard. They, they, are, they can't get anywhere near her. That is how quickly this happened. And there, there are two bailiffs that are just punching him as hard as they can. But he has the judge underneath him and he's punching her. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. She is expected to be okay. Well, he, we, he, we have never talked about this on the program, the role of the court martial and or the bailiff. And we have a mutual friend that we are not going to name who in retirement became a bailiff for a judge. He does the all rise. And he says it's the most interesting work. Like, yeah, but you also have to know if that's your role, you could have something crazy like this happen. I mean, you're, you're sitting around criminals you, all day. You, you know, I'm actually surprised it doesn't happen more often. I mean, what what, what do they have to lose? You're, you're sending me to prison. Why not put glass around the judge's bench? Why not stand a bailiff in front of the defendant? Well, it would be, I mean, in this day and age of post-COVID, we have had this 
partition here yeah. for two years. Mm-hmm. It would be very cheap and very effective just to put a slight visual barrier between any judge that is handing down a sentence in a case like this. Something that might impede someone's advancement. A little bit? I love left time. I wanted well, Sam to play it, and in, in my ear he goes, uh, it's not clean. <laughs> it's a lot of people screaming the F-bomb. I mean, well, if they had something like, like that, though, it would just be the county clerk's window. I mean, that's essentially the county clerk's window. Yeah, but that's better than nothing. This guy looks like he's 280 pounds. Solid muscle. He's a big guy. I mean, it is remarkable how easily he cleared that bench. Was he a hurdler in I, I don't know. I was just going to ask that. I don't think I could clear this that guy bench is, that quickly. This guy is an Olympic-quality mm-hmm. athlete. Sign him up for the high jump, baby. Yeah. My God. There he goes through the air again. 913-586-7798. 586-7798 here on Dana and Parks. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. So we got a lot of fast-moving parts going on today. And as many of you know, this has been, sadly, a record year for homicides in Kansas City. I believe it's it was 185, if I'm not mistaken. 182. 182, okay. And, and what what's the latest from the police chief today? Uh, Kansas City Police Chief Stacey Graves spoke uh, to address the crime in 2023 and how she plans to address it in the future. Uh, But part of that conversation, she said that they are short 300 officers, and with the strained police force as it is, they are going to change to 11-hour shifts starting January 21st. Uh, There are 24 hours in a day. 11-hour shift. Coming off the year of the worst homicide numbers Mm -hmm. we have ever seen. 182. She said this would allow officers to take PTO more easily. More officers are redeployed during each shift times and peak hours in hopes that it will improve response times. We've also had an issue with that. Yeah, I think the headline might be buried here, though, and that's that the police department is 300 officers short. Yeah. 
which is nothing new. I mean, we've been I mean, we've been short for short a, while. a couple hundred think, for the I last think, few years. I think years. many cities have faced mm-hmm. difficulty recruiting and hiring and retaining and all of those things. I think it is particularly difficult for Kansas City in the last few years. I really do. Now, 24 graduates are set to come out of the academy next month. 15 more recruits are currently in the academy and will graduate after the February class. How many? F- 15 are currently in the academy? Yes. So there's. So that's fo- that's only 40 people. 39 coming down the pipeline. Which is just over 10% of, yeah. of how short they are. Mm. So. 11-hour shifts. Man. I, I, I don't know that. Telling police officers, hey, we're, we're short on officers, so you're going to have to work harder and longer hours is going to do a lot to retain those officers. Does that make sense? Correct. Because she said they hold a high priority around making officers feel valued. I don't, I don't doubt that. No, I, I like Stacey Graves. I, I, this, isn't an, this is not an indictment of her. What I'm simply saying is if you're – Trying to keep the officers that you have, telling them that they have to work longer hours, I don't know is how you do it. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm looking for something else of note in this story. How many Uh, officers already worked 410s, like like many nurses do? Was that already a thing? Or are we just, is this just a, a... redistribution of resources. That's a great question. I don't know the answer to that. She's, of course, also calling on Kansas Cityans as a whole to avoid gun violence at any point necessary. Okay. (laughs) I I don't know what to say. And I saw all these stories over the weekend. Jeez Louise, I'm deaf. That was very loud. Uh Sorry about that. There goes goes my left ear drum. I don't either. What I have said for many years through how many police chiefs have we been through and mayors have we been through over the last 30 years in in market together. Countless. That that this is not a solution that is going to come from one person anywhere at the top ever. We have had very effective mayors in years past. We've had very effective police chiefs in years past. Some that you guys are listening maybe liked, some that you didn't like. Mm-hmm. And the numbers continue to climb. Outside of a couple of anomalies, I think 20, was it 2017? Where there homicides was like 70, dipped down. 70 homicides that year, I think. And I'm, it makes me sick to say that was an anomaly. Because right. 70 that year is too many, but it's not but, but what we now, saw this past now year. Now we're at 182. But, but I agree with your point. I, I think police chiefs... Um, for whatever reason, get blamed for the murder rates in a city. And, and I don't know how you make a downward trend on that or what a police chief could do to lower the homicide rate. I mean, th- this, this is an act of, of anger, of violence, uh, usually, usually not as planned out. How do you stop people from killing other people? Other than, you know, I'm not getting into a gun debate. Get the guns off the street. I, I, I don't know. She, she's, in, she's in a lose-lose situation right now. She, she being Stacey Graves, the police chief. There's a homicide problem in Kansas City. There's no doubt about that. 
There are not enough police officers on the street. We're 300 short. I don't know how she wins. How do you recruit? How do you, how do you hire? Th- then even if you can recruit and hire, you have to train them. That yep. takes time. Mm-hmm. And money. And keep in mind, Sam said that there are 25 officers coming out of the academy right now and another 14 in the pipeline. That's 39. That is 13% of what we need. Yeah. And every year, more and more officers either quit or retire. So you're always playing catch-up. I'm curious, when was the last time they were fully staffed? I have no idea. And we can certainly reach out and ask. Um, I think most police departments would tell you right now they're short-staffed. Like everybody else, they're, you know, it's a government agency, but a lot of places are short-staffed, but not when it comes to life and death and public safety. Not not 300 short. Uh I mean, hell, I was driving to work today, and they have a... One of those big uh, signs that cities will put sometimes in a median, you know, uh, drink and drive you lose kind of stuff. You know, the the one in Merriam today was saying uh, now hiring police officers, 44K to 77K. I almost became a Merriam police officer. I was going to say, where do I sign up for the police (laughs) academy? Right. (laughs) I'm like, man, I could drive around Merriam for eight hours a day for $77,000. That'd be a nice gig. I, I don't know why it's so hard to recruit people to be police officers. Other, other than... Danger I, to your life. I wouldn't want to do it. Danger to your life. Yeah. Uh, Adult babysitter. It, it has to be a calling. Yeah. You're not doing it for the money necessarily. It has to be a calling. And well, and they haven't really been held in high regard in the last half a decade. Wait, which is sad. That's sad. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. I would love to hear from those of you who are police officers. Or recently retired. Were police officers. What's the problem? We're Can't... seeing it in education too, Scott. Yeah, I know. It, it, I mean, let's be honest. It, it's money. It, it's money and a feeling of not being appreciated. 913 586 7798-586-7798. She is Dana Wright. That guy over there is Sam Stevie. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. All right, welcome back. Don't forget, we got the bonus hour coming up right after the six o'clock news. Andy in Raytown. Andy, good afternoon. Hi. Hey, how are you guys? We're doing very well. Thank you for asking. Good. Hey, I've got two ideas, pretty simplistic. Um, how about the federal government give each state a billion dollars just for law enforcement? That solves the state's money problem of not having enough money to, to hire law enforcement. Only adds $50 billion to a, to a national debt that's in the trillions. It's just a drop in the bucket. Number two, go back to enforcing traffic laws. Don't try and solve a murder problem or a crime problem from the top down. Work from the bottom up, the broken window (laughs) theory. Let's get the radars back out in front of the schools and slow people down. Let's let's enforce the the licensing of the vehicles. Just two thoughts. Okay. Um, By the way, the national debt today topped thirty-four trillion. That story was actually in the stack. Uh, Thirty-four trillion dollars in debt 
I, I don't dislike your idea of the federal government giving, well, I don't think they give every state a billion dollars because a uh, billion dollars in Wyoming is a lot more money than a billion dollars in New York. It'll go a lot further. But what do you do when that money dries up? Because then we're right back to square one. And if we couldn't afford to hire new or pay them more now, what are we going to do when the state of Missouri or the state of Kansas runs out of its billion dollars? And I know this is going to sound stupid. But in a state of 5 million people, Missouri, 2.5 million people, Kansas, a billion dollars doesn't really go that far. I, I know that sounds dumb to even say it, but it doesn't. And then once, once that money dries up, you know, St. Louis would get a big chunk. Springfield would get a chunk. Kansas City, obviously. But what about all those small towns? They would argue, hey, we need police protection. Just because we don't live in the big city doesn't mean we're not important. Uh, John in Kansas City. John, good afternoon. Hi. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. Thank you for asking. Well, I think... Um I actually left the police force after five years. Um, and I think you guys kind of already touched on it and hit the nail on the head. Um, it does come down to, to a risk to reward type of deal. Um, you're working long hours. Um, a lot of times not even told that you're going to work these hours. Uh, you, you think you're getting off in 10 hours and 10 hours turns into 12 or 13. And then, you know, you're like 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 a lot of people, you're working major holidays, you're working weekends, you're working graveyard shift for your first few years, and then you're dealing with people on their worst day. So, like some people you come across, you're dealing with them at their very worst time of their lives, and you have to somewhat be able to intervene and and hopefully make the right decision because you know there's not just there's so many eyes on you when it comes to you know cell phones and people recording. I mean, you really have to be on your game and, you know, really clear-headed. But what I do think it comes down to is risk to reward. I think, obviously, it's a big known issue that you're risking your life uh, in Kansas City, Missouri, with such a high crime rate for forty grand a year while being away from your family with such a high divorce rate. I don't know what the answer is, but I know plenty of the police workforce feel unappreciated. Mm -hmm. Is that what the starting pay is, $40,000? Uh, yeah, you're, you're honestly right out of, right out of your training and, and when everything is done and you're out of the, you're out of the camp, you start off somewhere around 38. The only way that you make a little bit more is if you already have maybe an associate in criminal justice, but, um, you know, it's just, you have, they, they're, they're seeing an all time rate of re early retirees. They're seeing an all time rate high of people leaving. I mean, it's. I, I mean, the schedule is is not the best. It's really, and I think somebody mentioned it earlier. It really is a job that it's like a teacher. You're you're definitely not getting in it to buy the big house, nice car, and have all the money. Yeah. You're doing it because it's something that you're passionate about. But I can tell you right now, I worked with guys that were physically exhausted, and the only way that you can make a good amount of money and make a decent living is to work off-duty work. So then now you're talking, you're working six to seven days a week just to make up for the income mm -hmm. that you're not really getting while you're working. The only way you make your money is working those, you know, events at T-Mobile Center, you know, quit trip, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever it may be. That's the only way that these guys are making 
sixty to seventy, eighty thousand. I mean, there's guys making ninety to a hundred, but they're working every single day of every month, and that's how they kind of, you know, manage a, a you know, a, a good amount of income. But other than that, these guys are drained. They're exhausted. After five years, um, I, I had to walk away. Even though I felt passionate about it, uh, everything that I missed out on, family-wise and time-wise, I, I just felt like it was I was never appreciated. Truly. I mean, they kind of tell you, but the actions and how you're kind of treated and how they make you feel speaks otherwise. How they make you feel? Who is they? Like, um, just, just, just your 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 chiefs that are in that are in you know you know the the, the higher positions. You know, um, again, you know, you're thinking you're going to get off work and with no hesitation or no notice. No, we're gonna you're you're gonna have to stay a bit over. You're gonna have you know, and it's just like you know you've already dealt with so many different things in in a 10-hour shift graveyard at that you know fighting your body's natural time clock of wanting to sleep you know you're Mm -hmm. exhausted you know they they, you know you're working overtime and then you think you're getting ready to go home to get some sleep and it's like you got to stay another two or three hours or four hours or now you got to do paperwork and you're there for an extra two two and a half hours and then you start to look at the paychecks and it just doesn't it just doesn't add up you know not when you know, there's so many jobs that are low risk and really high reward. So long story short, not to talk your guys' ear off, yeah. it's definitely a field that you have to be passionate about. Yeah, for sure. No doubt about it. And, and I, I think I speak for Dana. I know I speak for Dana. Uh, we hold uh, police officers in extremely high regard um, and, and respect. I can't imagine doing that job. Somebody on the text line, and Dana, refresh my memory here. Uh, says um, they also make Kansas City police live in Kansas City, and many don't want to do that. Oh, I think I, I they just changed I that. I thought they changed that. I'm pretty sure they did. A, a couple of years ago, didn't they? Where, where it has to be within a certain uh, like within thirty minutes. It was about. It was a good chunk of time because I remember we broke that down on the air, and we were like, "Okay, you could live in Lawrence and be yes. a police officer yes. in Kansas City, Missouri." I, I think you have to live within thirty minutes of your station. And but I, recruiting and I'm going is still down, and they yep. thought that would help, Scott. Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, the Jeffrey 30, Epstein okay. list, by the way, has been released. We will start uh, the program with that tomorrow. There are thousands of pages oh. that everybody is going through right now. There's no way we're going to sit here and spitball at the end of the show what it means or who's on that list. That will be tomorrow on okay. Dana and Parks. All right. Bonus hour is next. Don't forget to check out our podcast anytime you want at KMBZ.com. On behalf of our producer today, the finest man in these United States, the great Sam Stevie III, my good friend and co-host Dana Wright, my name is Scott Parks, and God willing, we're back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great night. Be safe, be well, and be good. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect. 
your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.